I would like to thank you for listening to Enable this week. Every now and then, I need to clean up some of the small clippings and the little articles that are hanging around. I call them timely tidbits, and that's what I have for you today. These timely topics will include celebrities, tech-tired eyes, lazy eyes, and winter safety tips. The first clipping comes from Parade Magazine, and quite a few of these timely tidbits uh, did come from Parade Magazine last fall. I clipped them all, and I'll share them now. The first one is from August of last year. It says, Seeing Stars. Celebs like Bono, Judy Dench, and John Goodman deal with eye problems, too. Here's what you need to know. This little article was written by Cheryl Craft, and it starts out by saying, Everyone, no matter who they are, is susceptible to eye diseases, says Alexandra Rachaskaya, who's a doctor and a vitreoretinal specialist and assistant professor of ophthalmology at the Cleveland Clinic's Cole Eye Institute. That's why it's so important to have regular eye exams and know your risk factors and family history. The first topic they cover is glaucoma. When rocker Bono, age 60, wears sunglasses indoors, it's not just because he's cool. The tinted lenses protect his eyes from light sensitivity, a common side effect of glaucoma, which he has had for more than 20 years. The condition, which affects more than 2.7 million Americans, can damage the eye's optic nerve and, in severe cases, can cause blindness. It's often caused by a buildup of pressure due to improper drainage of the eye's clear fluid. There may be no early warning signs, but once it's progressed, you may notice a loss of peripheral or your side vision. Lowering eye pressure with laser therapy, eye drops, pills, or surgery can improve drainage and reduce the likelihood of vision loss. The next subject is cataracts. Actor John Goodman, age 68, is part of the group of more than 24.4 million Americans over 40 who have cataracts. When the eye's natural lens changes from clear to cloudy, the world can appear blurry hazy, or even less colorful. Protecting your eyes from sunlight is one of the most important ways to slow down the development of cataracts, as studies show that years of exposure can increase the risk. The next topic is AMD. Actress Judy Dench, age 85, has age-related macular degeneration, or AMD, but she has not let it slow her down. The leading cause of vision loss in people over 50, and that means nearly 11 million Americans have it. It occurs when the center of the retina, or the macula, wears down. The biggest risk factor for AMD, age, family history, and smoking. Over time, people with AMD may lose their sharp central vision in one or both of their eyes, making it difficult to see fine details. Judy Dench can no longer read scripts, for example, but they still maintain their peripheral vision. About 90% of those with AMD have the dry form, which advances more slowly than the wet type, which begins as dry and occurs when new blood cells grow and leak fluid into the layer behind the retina, causing damage and forming scar tissue. Treatments that can help slow its progression include various medications injected directly into the eye and also laser therapy. 
And once again, this is from Parade Magazine. That's that little insert that they put into your Sunday paper. The next article is from that publication also. This one was published in September of last year. It's a whole page. It's part of the Stay Healthy feature. The headline reads, TLC for Tech Tired Eyes. And coincidentally, it shows a picture of a woman with a laptop computer on her lap, open. She's got big glasses on. She's looking down at the computer screen. Technology has expanded our world, but are our eyes paying the price? This was written by Cheryl Craft also. It's hard to avoid technology with TVs, tablets, computers, and mobile phones playing such a big part of our everyday lives, especially during quarantine. American adults spend almost half of each day interacting with screens, with those 60 and older devoting an extra half hour each day compared to what they were doing 10 years ago. But are these blue light emitting devices wrecking our health? The truth is, exposure to blue light can affect our sleep patterns. That's because its short wavelength, the blue light, can delay the release of melatonin, a natural hormone that prepares the body for sleep and shift our internal internal clock, the circadian rhythm, to a later schedule, pushing bedtime later than optimal. The healthy fix is to turn off electronics about an hour before bed. But when it comes to our eyes, that's another story. Many people think there's a direct correlation between blue light and eye damage. This is a quote from Rishi Singh, a doctor and a retinal specialist and staff surgeon at the Cole Eye Clinic Institute at the Cleveland Clinic. Yet the actual amount of blue light emitted from electronic devices is quite small and has not been shown to be harmful to our eyes, according to the American Academy of Ophthalmology. Here's a quote from Dr. Singh. It's not a blue light phenomenon, but instead a screen phenomenon, Dr. Singh says. It's how we use our screens and how much time we spend using them. This is what could be problematic. Good screen hygiene can go a long way toward easing problems from screen exposure, including eye strain or fatigue, blurred vision, headache, and dry, irritated, itchy, or red eyes. So now some suggestions from this article from Parade Magazine. First one, pretty simple, blink. On the average, we blink about 15 times per minute. But when we stare at our screens, our rate of blinking gets cut roughly in half. Blinking is beneficial to the eyes, bathing and moisturizing them, and supplying nutrients. Less blinking equals dry, irritated eyes. The next hint, look away. You've heard this one before. Dr. Singh recommends the 20-20-20 rule. Look away from your screen every 20 minutes. Focus on an object 20 feet away from you for at least 20 seconds. The 20-20-20 rule. The next suggestion is to lubricate. Eye drops can ease dryness. And then he goes on to say, wear your glasses. Swap your contact lenses for your glasses while you use the computer. Contacts can dry out and irritate your eyes, especially if you're not blinking enough. Another suggestion, avoid glare. 
Move your computer away from windows or light sources that are directly in front of or behind your monitor. A matte filter also may help avoid glare. This can cause you to squint and can result in headaches. Another idea, distance yourself. Sit about 25 inches or arm's length away from the screen. Position your screen's height so that you are looking slightly downward at it. And now the whole page finishes by a little boxed article here that says, Can Blue Light Cause Age-Related Macular Degeneration? Age-related macular degeneration, or AMD, occurs when a portion of the retina called the macula becomes damaged. The condition, which can evolve from a dry to a more serious wet form, prevents you from seeing fine details and affects your central vision while keeping your peripheral or your side vision intact. Blue light passes through the cornea and lens and ultimately reaches the retina and some research suggests that this light may lead to or worsen AMD. But many experts say that the blue light you need to worry about comes from the sun, not from your electronic devices, which is why they advise everyone to wear UV-blocking sunglasses. In fact, experts at Harvard Medical School say that factors like aging, smoking, cardiovascular disease, high blood pressure, or being overweight are far more significant than exposure to blue light in the development of AMD. And once again, this article came from the Parade Magazine, that little insert they put into your Sunday paper. And the next article from Parade Magazine was published in October of last year, and this too is a full-page article. This part of the Stay Healthy column, like the last one was, the headline says, What Your Eyes Are Trying to Tell You. A window into your soul, yes, but your eyes also reflect the state of your health. This also was written by Cheryl Craft. She starts with a quote that says, The eyes are the only organ in the body where we can see your blood vessels, retina and optic nerve, which is a part of the central nervous system, says Alexandra Rakhachskaya, who's an MD and a vitreoretinal specialist and assistant professor of ophthalmology at the Cleveland Clinic's Cole Eye Institute. And Dr. Rakeshava continues and says, that's why the eyes provide a lot of valuable information about your health. In addition to symptoms of the more traditional eye ailments, cataracts, glaucoma, age-related macular degeneration, here are some healthy warning signs on your eye doctor's radar. First of all, cognitive impairment. Healthy blood flow to the brain is important for its function and diseases of the circulatory or vascular system can contribute to cognitive impairment. In a study published in the journal called Neurology, researchers found that since the brain and the eye's blood vessels share similar qualities, unhealthy retinal blood vessels could translate into the same for the brain's blood vessels and might be an early predictor of greater cognitive decline over time. The next possibility that they're thinking about, diabetes. It's called the silent killer because early symptoms which impair the body's ability to regulate blood sugar can go undiagnosed. In fact, one in four people doesn't even know they have it. 
Here's a quote. I've diagnosed patients with diabetes simply by examining their eyes, says Dr. Rachaskaya. Diabetes can cause fluctuations in vision, bleeding or swelling of the retina, and lead to the complication of diabetic retinopathy. Early diagnosis of diabetes may prevent this condition and help preserve sight. The next condition that doctors are looking at would be high cholesterol. A white, gray, or bluish ring around the front part of the eye, the cornea, which is usually clear, is common as you age and is not problematic, but when it forms in childhood or early adulthood, it can signal elevated cholesterol, a condition that causes the buildup of plaque in blood vessels and increases the risk of heart attack, stroke, and other health problems. Soft, flat growths around the eyelids also can be a sign of high cholesterol, which may raise your risk for glaucoma. And another condition, high blood pressure. Hypertension often has no obvious symptoms, and you can have it for years without knowing it. But an eye exam might detect a sign, and that would be bleeding blood vessels in the back of the eye or blood vessels that are unusually twisted or curved. Here's a quote. Patients might not realize these are hypertensive changes, which is why a dilated eye exam can be so valuable, says Dr. Rajaskaya. Untreated, high blood pressure increases the risk of heart attack and stroke and could contribute to the development of glaucoma or macular degeneration. The next general health condition, what your eyes are trying to tell you, pertains to thyroid disease. Hyperthyroidism, hyperthyroidism, or an overactive thyroid, can speed up your metabolism and cause an irregular or rapid heartbeat. Another sign may be bulging eyes, frequently caused by Graves disease, an autoimmune disorder in which your thyroid produces more hormones than your body needs. Thyroid disease also may cause red, dry, or watery eyes. The next health condition they mention is stroke. Sudden numbness, confusion, and severe headache are some signs of stroke, which affects up to 800,000 Americans each year. But some symptoms strike without warning. Temporary vision changes or persistent vision loss can be a sign of an oncoming stroke or one that's already occurred, says Dr. Rachaskaya. Those changes, like the loss of central vision, are usually sudden and painless. And here's a quote. But the patient should be evaluated promptly by an ophthalmologist or even in the emergency room, since it could indicate an increased risk of a cerebral stroke, she says. Usually the vision loss is permanent. But with timely assessment, she says, we can prevent a life-threatening situation. Another health condition that they're looking at is vitamin A deficiency. This vitamin, found in many fruits, veggies, and animal products, produces pigments in the retina and is important for good eyesight, especially in low light. Dry eyes, which can cause redness, stinging, light sensitivity, and night blindness, can be a sign of insufficient vitamin A, the top cause of preventable childhood blindness in the world. 
The next and final health warning sign that the article talks about is Lyme disease. You might not remember being bitten by a tick and be surprised when you learn through an eye exam that you have this tick-borne disease. In its early stages, there may be an increase of floaters or conjunctivitis or pink eye, a condition that causes redness and a discharge of pus. While typically highly contagious, conjunctivitis caused by Lyme disease is not contagious. Though uncommon, Lyme disease in later stages can also affect the eye's optic nerve and result in vision loss. So once again, this article was titled, What Your Eyes Are Trying to Tell You, Your Eyes Reflect the State of Your Health. That was the last of the articles from Parade Magazine, and now we'll switch to the good old newspaper. In, our, in this case, it's from the Democrat and Chronicle, published in Rochester, New York, but this a doctor is a nationwide columnist. It's from the Dr. Roach column, and he, the uh, headline reads, Adult Son's Lazy Eye is Beginning to Drift Again. Dear Dr. Roach, I am a 65-year-old woman. As a child, I had what we call lazy eye. My condition was that my right eye was aligned noticeably outward. I believe this is referred to as exotropia. I had surgery to correct it at the age of 12, and surgery was successful. My right eye has remained in proper alignment since then. Well, my son, now age 32, had the same condition as a child and also had surgery around the age of 12. It was successful at the time, but in the past year or so, we are noticing that his eye is once again drifting to the outside. He has been hearing and reading about a new therapy using virtual reality screens and exercises to retrain the eye. When I look online, I find many ads and what they call informational websites by the companies that offer this therapy. I find very few medical websites that discuss this type of treatment. What do you know about it? Are there other effective non-surgical treatments for adults? This is signed with the initials SC. And this is once again a question to Dr. Keith Roach, who writes a column called To Your Health in newspapers all over the country. He answers by saying strabismus is the general term for lazy eye, where the gaze of the affected eye points sideways. Exotropia for pointing to the outside, esotropia for pointing inward. Symptoms can include double vision, headache, and eye strain. Symptoms are an indication for treatment. Although surgery is one common treatment, not everyone needs to be treated, and there are nine surgical alternatives. Passive vision therapy, such as putting a patch over the unaffected eye, is a time-honored technique in children, though I could find little about it in adults. Active vision therapy, the eye retraining techniques you mentioned, has also been tried and shown to be effective in children up to age 17. Another study showed that orthoptic exercises are as effective in adults as they are in children at relieving symptoms. New onset of inability to move the eye to one side could indicate a serious problem with the nerve to that eye, so that should be promptly evaluated. And once again, this was the two-year health column by Dr. Keith Roach. 
And I have one other article. This actually is an insert that came in my um, RG&E, my Rochester Gas and Electric bill a, a little while ago, with all kinds of good tips about being ready and prepared dealing with winter. And I'll read you some of those little sections within this bill insert. It's called Energy Lines, and it was published in December of 2020. The first one says, we're ready and we want you to be ready too. We work year-round to improve and maintain our electricity delivery system so you have the reliable service you depend on. If harsh winter storms come blowing in, our team is ready to respond and keep you informed. Weather any storm with outage alerts. This information, by the way, is pertaining directly to the Rochester Gas and Electric in Rochester, New York, but I would assume that no matter where you live, you have a similar service provided by your power company, and I would suggest that you find out how to get these outage alerts to keep you safe. And here they say, receive an alert if the power goes out. You can choose how you want to receive your alert by text, you can have it by email, or by telephone, or all three. I'm going to give you some telephone, some phone numbers here to, to write down, so be ready. Easily report an outage. If you have an iPhone or a, a cell phone, you can text the word OUT, O-U-T, to this number, 743-898. That is a six-digit number. It's not a regular phone number, but it works if you text the word OUT, if you have an outage, to 743-898. You can also check the status of an outage anytime from anywhere by using the same number, but you would text the word STATUS, S-T-A-T-U-S, STATUS, you would text it to the number 743-898, and you can find the status of an outage anytime. You can get, an, you can get a confirmation when your power is restored, uh, be ready. You can sign up for outage alerts at their website, rge.com. And here's a little tip about that number, 743-898. Save it in your contacts as something like, put it under TXTRGE, text RGE, or something else like that that's easy for you to remember for quick access to report outage, or you can check on the status of any outage. And that's the RG&E website. You can, you'd have to set up an account. It's easy, a little button to push on their website. And then you would go to a, site, a part of the site that's called Manage Outage Alerts. And then you would go to a section called Set Up Contacts. That's how you would do it on our Rochester Gas and Electric website. The next article I'm going to share with you is titled Safety Tips, Winter Weather. Natural gas chimneys and vents should be kept clear of snow and ice to prevent the buildup of potentially deadly carbon monoxide. And yes, we're in Rochester, New York. We do have snow and ice. The next tip they give you is electric and natural gas meters and regulators should be kept clear of snow and ice by using a broom or by hand. Do not use a shovel. Never bury electric or natural gas meters, natural gas pipes, or natural gas regulators with snow. The next safety tip for winter, please clear a pathway to outside meters so your meter reader has clear and safe access. We'll be able to provide you with a bill based on your actual energy use 
if we can access your meter safely. And a little note from me here, two things. Actually, you can sign up to have uh, your meters read by you, and this means you have to get access to an outdoor meter as well as a meter in the basement, or you can simply ignore it for a month or two until the weather gets better. The electric company will estimate your bill, but they'll make it right in the long run for you. So keep an eye on those meters, outdoors and indoors. And another pro uh, tip they give you is should a meter become encased in ice or begin to make any unusual noise, please call us. Our GE's number is 1-800-743-1701. That's if your meter outdoors is encased in ice or if any meter makes an unusual noise, call them. 1-800-743-1701. And again, for more information, you can go to your safety section at the website rgne.com. The next article I have from the insert in the bills this month, natural gas piping. Homes built after 1990 or older structures that have had work done to the natural gas system might have something called corrugated stainless steel tubing, CSST. This might be installed if your homes were built after 1990 or an older structure that has had work done recently. If the CSST, the corrugated stainless steel tubing, was improperly installed and lightning strikes the structure, the traveling lightning could cause a natural gas leak or possibly a fire. All homes and businesses should have a professional inspect the natural gas system to identify the CSST. And once again, those are corrugated stainless steel tubing. If CSST is identified, we recommend that a licensed electrician ensure that the CSST is bonded and properly grounded. It's important to inspect all types of natural gas pipes to make sure they are properly maintained. For more information, you can go to their safety section at their website, rge.com. Another article from this uh, bill insert that came recently, they say we are here to help. Are you or someone you know having trouble managing your energy bills? We have programs available to help qualified customers manage their energy costs. There are two that they suggest. The first one is the Home Energy Assistance Program. This is a federal grant program. It does not apply just to Rochester or New York. It's a federal program that helps income-eligible households pay for energy bills, repairs, and weatherization. Households may receive one regular HEAP benefit per season. Your county's Department of Social Services is currently accepting applications. Please visit the section called mybenefits.ny.gov to apply. And then you, from there, you would go to a section called Am I Eligible? Or you could go to a section called New Users, Apply for HEAP, H-E-A-P, the Home Energy Assistance Program, a federal grant program. Next, we have a program they suggest. It's called, uh, from RG&E, it's called Our Energy Assistance Program, or the EAP. This helps eligible customers manage their en energy bills through two levels of assistance. You could apply for monthly bill credit or limited benefit arrears forgiveness. For a complete list of assistance programs, please visit the website www.rgne.com. You would click on account and then you would click on help with the bill. 
The final section of this bill insert might be a little bit late for this year, but keep it in mind for next year. They suggest stay warm and comfortable while managing your energy use. How much energy you use depends on a variety of factors, including how many people are in your home, your daily habits, the weather, and the time of year. Now that colder months are here, stay comfortable while understanding and managing your energy costs with our free tools and services. There are two that they mention. You can purchase energy-saving products directly from our online store. For Again, for the Rochester area people, their website is www.rgesmartsolutions.com. Purchase energy-saving products directly from their store. You can also avoid the seasonal ups and downs of your energy costs when you enroll in the budget billing service. Your energy costs are spread out evenly over 12 months, so you know how much your bill will be every month. You can enroll by calling their automated line at 1-800-295-7323. You would press option 2 for billing and payments. And to summarize today's program, together we have tidied up many of the little clippings that had gathered in my work area. You heard about three famous people and their vision challenges, and you heard about the 20-20-20 rule and other tips to avoid tech-tired eyes. You heard updates on lazy eye and timely tips for winter safety. To end the program today, I have a quote for you to think about. Clutter in its highest form is called collecting. This was said by Ada Louise Huxtable. She pioneered modern architectural criticism in the pages of the New York Times. She celebrated buildings that respected human dignity and civic history, and she memorably scalded those that did not. She won the very first ever Pulitzer Prize for criticism. Her name again, Ada Louise Huxtable. Thank you for listening, and I hope you have a great week.